Welcome to the Solution Podcast, a place where you can find help for your situation, hope through your salvation, and healing for your soul. Welcome, I'm your host Jody Allman and this is the Solution Podcast. I am excited to have you. I am not only a pastor, I'm not only an author, a father, a husband, but I am also a counselor, coach, speaker, content creator, and much more. But today, I'm your podcast host, and I'm glad to have you with us on this Transformation Thursday. And this is a brand new episode that we're coming at you with this week. And this week, I want to ask you a question. Years ago, I lived in the mountains of North Carolina and Western North Carolina, and I realized very quickly that there was a safety hazard on the roadways there. Many of the roads that have those 90-degree turns had no guardrails. In other words, if you ran off the road, guess what? You were going down a steep embankment, and it could be hazardous to your health and detrimental to your life. With that concept, I've realized since then that guardrails are very good for me. Guardrails are like parameters. They're like restrictions that keep me from going too far. Last week, we talked about God giving us permission. He gave us permission to enjoy the things of life to go and live the abundant life, to be prosperous. He gave us more than enough enjoyment in life. But I talked about how we seem to concentrate on the negative aspects of life, what we don't have versus what we do have. This week, I want to go farther with that thought, but I want to go into the one thing in the Garden of Eden that he told the human soul it did not need. God told Adam that he could have and eat from every tree and every herb and every fruit and every plant and every vegetable in the Garden of Eden. But there was one tree that God restricted. There was one parameter that God said you can't touch. And that was the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And when God told Adam and Eve that, he did it for their benefit. He says, in the day you eat it, you will die. The word die literally means to be cut off from God. He said, in the day you eat of the tree of that or the fruit of that tree, you're going to be cut off from me. So it's beneficial for you to not eat of that fruit. It's beneficial for you to restrict that from your life. And here's my question. Do you find yourself having a difficult time telling yourself no? Because here's the situation. When we're looking at things that are in life, not all things are good for us, right? Some things are detrimental to our life. Some things are hazardous to our health. Not only that, there's just times where we need to say no. It's good for my soul that I say no. And we find that with Adam and Eve in the garden, Satan tempted them to go after the thing God told them not to touch, not to have any involvement with. And we find them going after that thing that wasn't good for them. Now, not all things you say no to 
is necessarily bad for you. Let me give you an example. Jesus has just came down from the Mount of Transfiguration. When he comes down from the Mount of Transfiguration, he immediately is met with a father who is in dire straits. He has brought his son, who is possessed with devils, to Jesus' disciples, asking them to cast out the devil. He says that the devils are so bad in his son that his son often throws himself in the fire and throws himself in the water. This kid is in bad shape. The disciples haven't been able to help him. They've not been able to get rid of the demons, even though Jesus has given them power to cast out demons. So Jesus comes and the Bible says that he commands the devils to leave and they leave. Later, the disciples are with him privately and they ask, why could we not cast out the devils? Jesus tells them, this. he says, this kind goes out only by prayer and fasting. So what is fasting? Fasting is saying no to what your body desires and saying yes to God through spiritual matters. Now, I know a lot of different religious groups do not really participate much in fasting. And the reason why is because they do not understand, I believe, the true biblical concept. When we fast, we're saying no to the things we normally eat. For example, our church has participated in a Daniel fast. And a Daniel fast is where you refrain from many aspects of the normal diet you would probably eat and restrict it, are you hearing me? Restrict it down to very minimal supplies like Daniel did and sources of food like Daniel did back in Daniel. And what we find is we do that for 21 days. So for 21 days, we say to our to our physical desire of food, for example, meat. We eat no meat for 21 days. So we say, I'm going to say no to meat. Now you say, what does that really do, Jody? What that does is that frees up the time I would take in preparing my meals. It minimizes that tremendously. And now I have more time instead of cooking and getting uh, ingredients and cleaning up the kitchen. Now I have more time that I can take that hour to two hours that would have been spent, that has been minim maximally, uh, that has been reduced tremendously down to maybe 30 minutes of me preparing and eating my meal. Now I have that hour to hour and a half that I can spend with God engaging my spirit in things that are needful which is good for my soul. So you can see where that aspect of it is helpful. Another aspect of fasting is I refrain from having sexual relationships during the time of fasting. What that does is that again allows me to engage more spiritually. What I'm really doing is I'm honing in my spirit, God, and saying I want to draw closer to you. I want to be closer to you. So by saying no to those things is good for my soul because whichever dog is stronger in the dog fight is going to win. And so if I'm feeding my fleshly desires more than my spiritual desires, my fleshly man, my carnal man, my human part of me is going to be stronger than my spiritual part of me. And I need my spiritual man to be strong. So in my soul is where I make my decisions, and that's where I have to say no. 
Did you realize sometimes your best yes is no to yourself? Think about it like this. There's times where I believe we should engage in entertainment and things that we enjoy and hobbies and things of that nature. But also there's times where we need to say no to those things. We need to say no to our hobbies and our uh, enjoyment and all these things so that we can engage in what is profitable for the kingdom of God and for our souls, right? So there's times where I need to say no to watching television and read my Bible. There's times where I need to say no to doing something and praying. There's times where I need to say no to taking another excursion when I've been already missed three weeks of the last three weeks of church, taking another excursion. I need to say, you know what? I need to get in church and feed my spirit and my soul. And so the thing is, is there's things we need to say no to that is very beneficial for our soul Maybe not profitable for my physical man, maybe not profitable for my self-indulgence, but it's profitable for my soul. And with Adam and Eve, if they would have not given in to the temptation to self-indulgence, they would have found themselves in a much better place, right? We would be in a better place because we would have found ourselves without the, the situation of the curse of sin. But because they indulged themselves into saying yes to their flesh, instead of saying yes in their soul to their spirit, we find that we are living under the curse of sin and the effects of that is still going on thousands of years later. The reason I share this with you is because think about this. God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because of self-indulgence. I know we have things we like to harp on when it comes to Sodom and Gomorrah, but if you look at the whole context, you find they were gluttonous people. That's self-indulgence. They were sexually self-indulging in their activities of what they wanted and what they desired versus what God created sex to be. We find that they were self-indulgent people all the way around. And so instead of living godly lives, instead of choosing to live the way God wanted them to, they made a decision that they would live to their own will in their own ways. And that was a decision that was without restrictions. How many of you, when you were younger, had restrictions? And what I mean by that is not being put on restriction, not grounded, but restrictions by your parents. For example, you might have had a curfew that you needed to be in by this certain time. And maybe you do this as a parent. You give your child a curfew. Or maybe you say, hey, you can watch these specific uh, programs and movies and TV shows, but these you're not mature enough to watch yet. They're not they're not beneficial to you. They're harmful to you. Or these books you shouldn't be reading. Or or this music I would I would want you listening to because it can be harmful and detrimental to you in your spirit. So what you find is you've just put restrictions onto people, onto your family, onto your children. And by doing that, you're doing it because you know it is beneficial and helpful for them in their life. You're not doing it to harm them. You're doing it to help them. So many times we look at God and his restrictions on our life as being harmful. But can I go back to the way I opened this episode? When you think about the mountains, and if you've ever been in western North Carolina around Grandfather Mountain, you know what I'm referring to. 
there's some back winding roads there that are very steep. And literally, I'm serious, if you drove and you come off of that embankment, you're going down many, many feet of embankment through trees and all kinds of debris and rocks. And there's a chance you're not coming out of there alive. I would advise you to be very cautious because there is no restrictions. There is no guardrails. God's word, God's restrictions for us when he says, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not heal. We look at them as things that are that are harmful to us, things that hinder us. No, can I tell you, friend, they're just like the guardrails on that road full of steep uh, embankments and 90 degree turns. They are helpful to you. They are there to help you find healing for your soul because those restrictions help you to understand that if you go off of this bank, it's going to be hard and harmful and hurtful to you. Think about it like this. Have you ever been driving and see a warning sign that says bridge out ahead or road out ahead? Turn around, detour. We look at the detours God takes us on our life and the things that he restricts us from getting to as him being a mean God. No, in essence, God is being a blessing to you by giving you warning signs that, hey, don't go this way. This is harmful. Now, does God make you do something or not do something? Absolutely not. God did not force Adam and Eve to eat of the tree of knowledge. Neither did he force them not to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He gave them the choice and you have the choice today but I'm here to encourage you, if you want healing for your soul, if you want to be the best you you can be, if you want to have a partnership with God in your purpose, fulfilling your destiny, then this is what you need to do. You need to see the parameters God has given on your life, the things he says stay away from. As a matter of fact, the Bible says abstain from all appearance of evil, stay clear of it. So you need to see those things and realize that God gives those restrictions, God gives those parameters to be a blessing to you, not to beat you up. When you realize that, you will be much better off and you will be one step closer to finding healing for your soul. That's all I have for this week. I hope it's been a blessing to you. I hope it's encouraged you. Look at God's parameters. Look at God's restrictions. And let me say this, even learn to begin telling yourself no more often, and it'll be helpful to you. See that dress you just can't live without, but you've got so many dresses in your closet that there's no room for it? Say no. Instead of buying that other gun, guys, to go hunting with, say no. You see, sometimes saying no is good for us. And God says it's helpful and beneficial to us to have parameters and restrictions on our life. So can I say it like they did years ago? Just say no. Hey, I can't wait to jump back on here with you again next week. I'm looking forward to the content we'll talk about next week with you here on the Solution Podcast. But until then, have a blessed week. God bless. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Solution Podcast. 
We are hopeful that it has been a blessing to you and an encouragement. We can't wait to join you again next Thursday and with a brand new exciting episode of the Solution Podcast. God bless.